Let's see. I got everything cut down. We're ready to go. Yeah, we're ready to do this. So, Tom Holland, man. Tom Holland has joined up with the directors of the Avengers movies and some other Marvel films. And they all got together to do something a little different. You know, usually when you hear the Russos with Tom Holland, he's dressed up as a, a Spider-Man and running around the mm-hmm. city, you know, fighting crime and shit. Not here. Not here. Russos, they got him and said, hey, man, here, smoke this shit right here. <laughs> <laughs> snort this, smoke yeah, this. Yeah, snort this. Now, pop, now, now yeah. take this needle. There you yeah. go. Snort this, pop that, inject this. Yeah. Yeah, how you feel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tom, no, no, didn't know you like to get wet. Yeah. <laughs> B- hey, Spider-Man, you get butt naked. <laughs> sure. <laughs> PCP. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we have here in this movie, man. You have here, um, Tom Holland plays Nico. Sound like somebody does drugs. Right? Does. Yeah, like Nico Brown. <laughs> Wait, that's my nephew's name. That is? Yes. Shit, I bought drugs from him, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, tell your brother, man, that's some good shit. (laughs) Man, I was struggling all weekend. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But nah, man, Tom Holland plays Nico. And Nico is like any good patriot out there, man. He says, you know what? I'm willing to die for my country. And if I don't die, well, I'm at least willing to get strung out for <laughs> my country. You know, I want to get high as fuck for Uncle Sam. Don't blame me. Blame my country. Yeah, my, yeah, my country. Uncle Sam gave me that shit. Yeah, man, he's the one that pushed me to do that. So Uncle Sam might as well have been the one that stuck the needles in my vein. Push that shit in. No, Uncle, no. My, tell me where your uncle touched you in this vein, right, right here, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, get, get, give me that belt. I'll really show you. Yeah. <laughs> and why is he doing this? Because Nico, played by Tom Holland, meets a girl named Emily, played by Ciara Bravo. You know, it looks like they got a good thing going, man. He meets her. She's a beautiful girl. The, their parents are willing to buy them a house. I mean, pretty much living the American dream until. She breaks his heart and he says, you know what? I'll show that bitch. I'll join the army. <laughs> yeah, man, you showed her. Yeah, she at home chilling while you dodging bullets and shit. Yeah, man, you got her, boy. <laughs> got her good. But that is probably the biggest mistake that Nico has made in his life. Because I've watched many a men make that mistake. Oh, yeah. And we'll talk about that during this review. But, you know, during this time, he goes there. Sees a lot of really messed up things, comes back with the PTS to the D, and the only thing that can help is self-medicating. Mm-hmm. And usually if you ain't got a prescription by a doctor, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> All right, <laughs> well, depending on who you ask. Well, hell, even getting a prescription from a doctor, you can be doing it wrong. Exactly. They just they, they can add to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is this this pretty much is a film. It's a big message film, man. It's about pretty much the opioid epidemic in America and this movie wants to shine a light on that and tell you about all these poor people that are getting strung out on the drugs and what we should do about this oh my god these these poor drug addicts let's go ahead and take a look this is from the Russo brothers now the Russo brothers as I said they, they're doing something a little different right here they're doing something of a, of a drama dark drama and with a little bit of humor infused in there, they say, you know, this whole opioid thing, it's so dark, man. We don't want to walk, we don't want, we don't want, we don't want people walking away depressed. depressing people about that. Yeah, we don't want people walking out here being mad and, you know, we don't, hey, we don't want to make people do drugs when they leave here. 
So they kind of did it with a little lighthearted, humorous filmmaking. Just little touches here and there. A lot of people saw the trailer and they said, huh, this looks... <laughs> the Russo brothers, man, just the way they do with the Marvel Universe, they made Opioid Edition look fun. <laughs> <laughs> did they? Did they? Let's go ahead and take a look at the trailer for Cherry. And we'll be right back after this. I'm 23 years old. And he spelled Robert. Sometimes I wonder if life was wasted. Well, he was high at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Random, no way he's high. <laughs> that, was a, that was a scene in here. Uh, he said, dude was so high, he walked in and said, All you money, give me all your man. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Take all the beautiful things to heart. Till I about die from it. If I could save time in a bottle, the first thing. Hey, I'm really happy you're here. Why is that? Because I like you. But there never seems to be enough time to do. You're it for me. I feel the same way. I joined the army. Why would you do that? Sometimes I feel like I've already seen everything that's going to happen. And it's a nightmare. My one true accomplishment was not dying. I have this noise in my head. It'll stop. One day it'll go quiet. I don't imagine that anyone goes in for a robbery if they're not in some kind of desperation. I've been at this a while now, and it's no secret what my face looks like. Get on the ground! The one thing about robbing banks is you're mostly robbing women, so the last thing you want to be is rude. Ma'am, it's nothing personal. You're gonna make it through this. I love you. Can you look back to when you met the one you loved the most and remember exactly how it was? What you saw in her that made you say, yes, this is what I came here for. Sometimes I feel like I've already seen everything that's gonna happen and it's a nightmare. I was joking earlier, <clears throat> but you really, <laughs> and I'm not trying to make it like, I'm not trying to make light of what this movie's about, but somebody's going to do it. I can tell you that right now, because you really could take the last 40 minutes of this movie where Tom Holland is completely strung out and you could edit this at the end of this movie right here. <laughs> Spider-Man's name is Peter Parker. And it could be where Peter Parker, when he's out of that Spider-Man, it turned him into a villain because it drove his ass crazy. I, I'll, I'll go you one better. 
the the beginning of this movie when he's in high school with the that wig he's got on with yeah. his glasses. Oh yeah, he looks like Tobey Maguire from the first Spider Man movie. He sure does. He sure does. But you know, you take it from here, and it looks like. It looks like uh, 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 Peter Parker. He's on the he's on the run. Yeah, right. <laughs> that motherfucker. He, it looks like Peter Parker's on the run, and being Spider Man just begin. It got to be a little bit too much too for him. Too much for him. Yeah. And that fool starts sucking dick for drugs. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I I can't get anything else going. I gotta rob banks. <laughs> Heroin is the next thing. <laughs> that fool's got to rob banks. He can't take the pressure anymore. He's fought so many heroes. He got PTSD. Yeah. He's walking up in the to Aunt May's house. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you give me some money. Peter, I got no money. I don't have any money. What the fuck is this, huh? What's this gold chain right here? Come on, that man, give me some money. You know I got superpowers. I'll snap your goddamn neck. <laughs> Bitch, don't lie to me. Peter. <laughs> yeah. Great power comes great responsibility. Bam! Yeah, yeah, Dr. Strange comes in. I should have done what Tony should have done a long time ago. Bam! <laughs> That's all right, Dr. Strange. I got to dance just for you. My hands to me. By the mystic arts. Bam! Oh! <laughs> Man, I'm not lying. You could take that, edit those two things together, and you'd be like, you'd have one movie right there. But this is uh, this is not that. This is a movie about a guy who actually had opioid addiction, Nico Walker. And the movie, if you go about the movie, he wrote a book, Cherry, and it deals with him, what you see in the movie, with him going to the military, coming back and having PTSD, and, and pretty much being addicted to what? Oh, to, to Oxycontin, yeah, Oxycontin, and some few other things, because he just can't handle what he's seen. You know, and a lot of people they go through that. And and I'm gonna tell you something, man. The Russos, you're probably wondering, all right, damn, that's a that's a leap to go from superheroes to goddamn opioid junkies. Well, come on, Fred. They they went from killing half of the universe. This is nothing compared to that. Oh no, no shit. Just a dude doing drugs, man. That's that's actually pretty fun compared to killing half the universe. Shit, I don't know about snapping, but I'm about to pop this shit in my mouth, bitch. Shit. Thanos. <laughs> in fact, they probably have a, a drug called Thanos. Shit, I'm on that Thanos, bitch. <laughs> I'm surprised that's not one. Hey, like, shit, I'm on that T. I'm on that Thanos, motherfucker. <laughs> Another Thanos junkie out here. But nah, man. <laughs> shit, I'm snapping right now. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody out there said I'm on them Infinity Stones, mo- <laughs> God damn it, you on fire tonight. <laughs> I'm on my own drug right now. But the, the the reason why the Russos want to do this is because they said, man, you know, this this is a little personal for us. This actually this hits pretty close to home for us because we we know people who've gone through this experience. You know, the epidemic is staggering, and I think that, uh, we, you know, we've had people uh, close to us in our lives that we lost due to the epidemic, and, 
and it just felt like um, uh, a, an area that we were exceedingly passionate about telling a story in. You know, Isn't it, <laughs> it a little bit hard to take them seriously with that Avengers logo in the background? <laughs> 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 oh, we know people who, who've had addiction problems, you know, Misty Knight and <laughs> yeah, Matt Murdock. And <laughs> you know, Rhodey was on some shit for a while. That's why we're trying to make sure that we get kids like Peter Parker off the streets. Make sure that they don't have to have that kind of life, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're telling the truth. <laughs> you know, we're saving one kid at a time. We took Peter off the streets, make sure he avoided, avoided the, tra the trappings of drugs out there. And look at him. <laughs> He's got great responsibility right now. It's like confessing to a, a personal tragedy, but having an Instagram filter on you that makes you yeah! look, look like a cat. <laughs> like that dude. That lawyer. I am I know, not a cat. I, I am not a cat. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> um, look, man, I, I was, look, I'm, I'm going to say something positive about this. Uh, the the Russos they must really mean it when they say this subject means a lot to them, because as far as addiction goes in this movie, they got the message across across pretty well. Uh, one of the things I can say about this film is that when it gets into the later half of the movie, it does drive home. Looking at what these characters are going through what addiction really is like, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, now I'm talking about their filmmaking in that area because it really did make clear that these are, these are not just, look, these are not just addicts. These are junkies. Yes. Junkies and addicts. I mean, I'm not saying this is like a big difference, but in this, this fool. No, you think of an addict as someone who they got this problem and their life is deteriorating, but they're still going to work every day. Yeah. They're, they're, they're still functioning. But a junkie, you, your picture is they sit up in a dark house all day getting high until yeah. they got to do whatever they got to do to get money to score more drugs. Exactly. Junkies are the people who have superpowers in the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Like they can steal a TV and run with it. And you never catch them. They have, <laughs> they yeah. got flat powers like the Flash. Mm -hmm. You know, they got they got teleportation powers like you. You see them doing some shit they shouldn't do. You turn around. They're gone. Yeah. Like they they junkies will do anything for fucking for a hit. Mm -hmm. And that's what this sells right here. Like him, like Nico and his and his girl, Emily, they really do turn to a couple of golems, man. Yes. <laughs> Those motherfuckers, they 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 turn gray. Mm -hmm. They start sweating, getting sores all sores around on and face, shit. Yeah. And, and then it just it goes to other degrading levels, man. They drooling, shitting on themselves Th yeah, in the bathtub. Up, throw, they're throwing up randomly, <laughs> shitting on themselves at at school. Come talk, yeah. At, at, <laughs> I mean, there's a scene. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but there's a scene in here, and it's just brief. But somebody's shitting on themselves in the tub, and they're like, "Well, this wouldn't happen if I had my shit. <laughs> Your shit is right there. Goddamn, yeah. you know what I'm talking about, man. This it is rough. When they show what these people do, man." To get their drugs, the portrayal was very convincing here of what addiction was like. Tom Hollins and Ciaro Bravo, man, they do, a, they do a great job. I mean, and let me just say, I forgot to add something in there. Slimy. Mm -hmm. Just covered, not in sweat, not in moisture, slime. Yeah. Motherfuckers are late. Like something about drugs, just like if, if this is what they're portraying it as, opioids turn you into like a snail or a slug. 
Yeah, it's 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 a good cautionary tale, especially when you see you know where they started. Now it's not like they were the best human beings possible. No, but they, you know they, a couple of young innocent kids who had all the potential in the world to do something with themselves. And um, yeah, that's not just what happens. Well, I saw how one person gets drawn into something, and let me just tell you this: <laughs> they are so into their addiction. As I say, it drove it home, man. They're so into their addiction that when they get money, they say, let's celebrate by going to a fancy restaurant like Subway. Mm, yeah. like, well, shit, you got money. How come you don't go to something better? Shit, because we need to save money for these drugs, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? I ain't going to lie. They made Subway look like the best place possible. This might as well have been a Subway commercial. Because they were so excited about getting to choose what got on the sandwich. I was like, you know what? I've been too bougie. That is kind of like a cool thing that you get to do. <laughs> As somebody who used to, when I lived where I used to live, they had a 24-hour subway. Mm -hmm. So I ain't talking bullshit about subway because I ate that shit every night. But I'm going to tell you, them goddamn ingredients did not look as fresh no, they, as they, they do they, right they, there. They never looked that fresh. No, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Because those look super fresh. No. And I was like, all right, if I was at a subway and they looked like that, I'd be like, ooh, yes. Extra purple onions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, a few more tomatoes. I can have spinach too? Oh my God. Oh yeah. No, no. The, when you go to Subway, especially the night I went, those motherfuckers, the, the vegetables didn't come with color grading like they did in this movie right here. Well, they're, they're sort of off gray, so I guess, I <laughs> yeah. guess they're good. So I ain't at Subway all the time, so I ain't talking shit about them. Subway saved my life many a night. I love the veggie uh, sub, but I'll go there at 3 o'clock in the morning sometimes. So I ain't talking about them, but they ain't look like that shit. Yeah, but and, you know, Movie world. <laughs> movie world. And by the way, it took two junkies to sell that shit <laughs> to make it look good. <laughs> two goddamn sweaty motherfuckers up here. <laughs> Jones in right now. Try Subway. <laughs> He's the best vegetables you've ever seen in your life. Hey, at least we're not raping kids. <laughs> Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> shit, they'd be better out getting two junkies instead of, instead of Jared. goddamn Jared. <laughs> and that's a goddamn shame. When your, when your, your spokesman is so bad that two junkies made this shit look better. <laughs> fucking the Jerry. Damn, them junkies should make that sandwich look good. <laughs> Man, you know what? Put some heroin on my 12 inch right now. <laughs> You got some, hey man, you got some crack you put on that shit? Yeah, man. <laughs> you want chips or a drink? Uh, if I could just get some sprinkle of crack. That'd yeah, be let, me, let me get a side of crack. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you got to go in the back by the dumpster for that. Oh, wait, you ain't got enough money? Want me to suck your dick? All right, sure. <laughs> I tell you, Tom Holland in this movie is so sad. <sighs> Man, it, it, I always say, these days it's bad when you have to say at least. Because <laughs> in his case, he was because he was robbing banks. His addiction was so bad. He was such a junkie that he, he owed people money that were going to kill him because they wanted to kill him just because he couldn't do the job they gave him to do because he thought there was drugs in it. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything more, yeah. but he was willing to risk his life to get to those drugs. He owes so much money that he had, that's why he has to rob banks. And it almost like, well, you know what? Damn. It's a bad thing you're robbing banks that makes other people victims. But if you weren't robbing banks, you would be sucking dick right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just how, that is how it is. I'm like, wow, you know, it's a good thing you found yourself a hobby. Outside, <laughs> 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 right there. But and it, it, it almost make you, it, it, the betrayal of junkies 
in here is so is done so well that it makes you look at the Russo brothers. Because the Russo brothers say we knew people who who had an opioid addiction. That's why we want to do this. And it makes me say, so these people, do you mean by these people, you? Because <laughs> like, do you have experience with this? Because you put this in here too convincingly. Huh. I'm like, well, yeah, come on, man. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, I, you know, I think that if you've had someone in your family who's had the addiction, because that's, mm-hmm. that's the thing about the addiction. Like, it, like, we see how it affects these people who are in it. They mm-hmm. barely touch on the parents, just a little bit. Yeah. But you know that for the parents and the loved ones, anyone in that circle, it takes a toll. It really does. And, and they, they brush over it. They're like, yeah, our friends stopped hanging out with us. And I was like, yeah, there's some stories behind that shit. Oh, yeah. Well, they show you because y'all yeah. are fucked up. That's yeah. why. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants you because you're stealing our shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you come in the house, there's something missing. Yeah. Like the people in their lives are like, man, that guy's a real scumbag. It's like, well, yeah, because you're a junkie. Yeah. People. So that's the big thing. This movie really does portray how and it doesn't only portray how what it's like to be addicted against being a junkie. But it goes to show you how they can pull you down. Um, I just put her up here. I'm not going to say how or why, but, you know, if you're related to somebody and you just, you know, you're in a position where they can get you, you can be pulled down right with them, man. Now, that was the saddest thing about it, seeing that. Well, this kind of thing happens even when people aren't junkies. It's, it's funny. I was reading something today where a guy was complaining about his wife being a pathological liar and went along, list all this stuff she did. And guys, I don't know what to do. And mm-hmm. you're like, you don't know what to do? Dude, <laughs> the, the, the obvious thing to do was to leave her a long time ago. Yep. So clearly you were down in this shit now. Yep. <laughs> they can pull you down, man, with them. I will also say that this is a great showpiece for uh for for Tom Holland because Tom Holland despite his baby face continues. Oh, well, at least I'm speaking for myself. I don't know how Martin feels. I want to speak for Martin. But for myself, I think that this is a great piece for Tom Holland, a great show piece, because it continues to show him. But despite his boyish looks, he's taken on edgier projects. And, and I'll tell you, man, and that's, that's not an easy thing. The movie opened up with a kid on a bicycle. I thought that was him. Uh, <laughs> you remember? I thought that was like, I thought, that, shit, that's him on a bicycle right there. Well, I, will, I, I think that his baby face worked for him in this. Yeah. Because the character is young. You know, yep. you meet him in high school and he's always convincing as a high school student. Yep. I mean, shit, he's convincing as a middle school student sometimes. <laughs> and, he's, and he's 23 <laughs> years old. You know, he's in his, he's in his 20s. But it, it um, you know, his baby face and what he goes through, it works towards that innocence lost. That, that whole like, sure, he wasn't, you know, the best student or whatever. Yeah. But he had a chance to be anything he wanted to be. And we watch him descend into this. Yeah, and, and and his acting is good. He 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 really pulls it off. No, he does, man. And he he shows range. Let me just say this: you wouldn't have such a strong depiction of addiction if you didn't have Tom Holland giving a great performance mm-hmm. in this. Now, regardless of what you think about the movie, I will give the actors they're under they're under directors who know how to work with actors, and Tom Holland is great in this, man. Tom Holland is a guy that I'm 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 into. I'm a fan. I really am a fan of his. I, I'm looking forward to what he does next. I really became a fan when he was in The Devil All the Time. That's the name of that movie. I can't. No, that's the name of it because I kept thinking about that while I was watching this. Because sometimes I say The Devil All Day, Every Day. <laughs> 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 you know, it's, it's both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. But he's he's good in this. Um, and, and Ciara Bravo is good, too. Uh, when they're together, man, their scenes get better. The only thing that can go against him is that Ciara Bravo, she has... 
a younger face than him. She does. And it's really like, God damn, this girl has a baby face. So I don't know what to say. So, with this, so that, that, that's what triggering you to feel like, man, why do you have to bring her down with you? Oh, I hate that, man. And I ain't going to say, <laughs> look, I ain't going to say that she, that she, that, that, that she deserved this. I ain't going to say that she should have known better. But I'm going to say that when she, when she did meet the motherfucker, he was high. <laughs> it was almost like shit. He's like a superhero himself. That, that was his fate. They're, they're young kids, so I don't blame them for what they did. But everything that happened was kind of her fault. <laughs> I kept saying this movie, this bitch, this bitch. I mean, I couldn't say bitch. that because she's young. And I was like, yeah, people when they're young, they do stuff like this. I was, I was like, like, God damn. You drove. You, look, you met the motherfucker when he was high. So you know he had a problem. So why'd you drive him into that, man? Yeah. And by the way, they're both, are, I mean, they're both the already is, fucked I, I, up. Even, even me saying like, well, it's really her fault. It's like, yeah, but what he, the way he reacted to what she did. That was dumb. They're but that's that, but that's the kind of dumb thing a very yeah. young person would do. They were both messed up. Yeah. He's already on his way to drugs. He, he just it was like look, it, 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 it was one there. of the things where I say like he had potential to do everything, but he was he was going nowhere. No, he was going nowhere and he was already doing drugs. Mm. I've done the drugs that he has, so I'm not saying that he deserved it, because I it doesn't mean that you're gonna go on a path like that. I mean, it is one of these things where I, at least from something I heard, I don't know if it's in the novel or the actual guy, Nico Walker, because they make it seem here in the movie that, well, man, the army fucked him up and that's how he got addicted. But I hear like, eh, he was already kind of in there before. This fool <laughs> had an addictive personality yeah, before that. Yeah. No, the, I'll talk about the army stuff in a minute. Yeah. But that fool already, when he met her, he yeah. was high yeah. as hell. Yeah. And she said, okay. Hey, I'm really happy you're here. Why is that? Um, because I like you a lot. Shut up. I really do. And <laughs> she, she might be fucked up herself the way she's looking. <laughs> Just a side note, when you talk about Tom Holland's and his acting, he really did come off as somebody who had just taken ecstasy. Right he sure there. did. They, that, uh, that was done really well. He, if you look at him, look at that right there. Yeah. If you've ever done ecstasy, you've had that face. Yeah. You've had that face right there because I've had it. Yeah. yeah. Everything, everything is cool. Everything is wonderful. Oh, that guy was an asshole to you. Oh, I can't be mad at him though. That's not acting. <laughs> the Russos, they gave that motherfucker ecstasy before he took that, before he did that, that scene. I don't know, mate. I've never had it. What's it like? <laughs> yeah. Well, here, try, try some of this. Shit, didn't even say that much. They said, man, man, pop this motherfucker in this drink right now. Shut in, mate. <laughs> and your jacket's really cool. Whoa. And, um, Maybe she roofied him. Like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm gonna get him. <laughs> I hope his dick stays off. <laughs> and maybe not. And maybe not. <laughs> nah. That's the one downside. <laughs> hey, I've been there. Man. I shouldn't say no more. But anyway, uh, also, um, you know, one of the things that I noticed with this, too, is how stylish the movie is very early on. Mm -hmm. Very early on, you notice, like, more so than a trailer. You look at the trailer. The trailer is extremely stylish, man. That's one of their selling points right here. Uh, and this is an Apple film right here. But it's very stylish in what they do. Um, you know, the, with this, I, I, that's what sold me on the movie when I looked at it. I thought, man, I like the... The energy of this movie, I like the energy of the filmmaking. I like and, and you and 
over the years, I've come to be pretty precautious of this kind of filmmaking too, where they bring a lot more attention to the filmmaking itself because they're doing so many tricks than concentrating on the story. And that's the thing that kind of took me out of this, man. Now, this is funny to me. Because when we played the trailer, you were all about the style. I know. And I was the one holding back going like, I don't know, man. I'm seeing style here. But when I look past that, when I'm getting, you were like, no, 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 man. This is going to be the one. And now here we are. <laughs> I know, brother. Yeah, do, you, do you see me arguing with you? I ain't saying shit to you, man. All right? <laughs> I agree. There <laughs> you got me. <laughs> No, nah, man, I, I, I like in the early on, I love the style of it because what they captured well was the lovey-dovey early stages of a relationship where, I, I, first of all, I don't like when extras draw attention away from the main actors. And this movie made a point of saying that we're not only going to like make sure that the extras don't do that, we're going to strategically blur them out. So that we get kept to the stage of, a, of the early stages of relationship where it's like, I only have eyes for you. Mm -hmm. You know, they're looking at each other and they do things where they, uh, they, they make the lighting very romantic in the early stages where people are looking at each other. There's a scene where she, uh, uh, Tom Holland as Nico, he's looking at her in class. She's, she's got a very romantic light on her, a glow. There's a scene where everything is gray when he's, when he's, uh, when he's strung out on ecstasy, when he's tweaking. And everything is just kind of like this gray. It's 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 a gray kind of ecstasy that's going on for him. It's a happy gray. <laughs> it's a happy gray. But when he sees her, it's like she's the warmth that kind of is like pulling mm -hmm. me out of it and in a good way. So I like that. But like I said, man, it's a style that's bringing this <clears throat> down for me because I noticed that what that look. Maybe I'm wrong, but for me, it seems like they're taking influence from three films. Four, if you really push it. Mm -hmm. Fight Club. Okay. Three Kings. Uh -huh. And being that this is about addiction, of course, you got to throw in there Requiem for a Dream. Which I just rewatched. Yeah. Now, I'm showing you that particular clip right there from Requiem for a Dream, Darren Aronofsky, because... That's a director because what they did there is that they're showing you a lot of cuts. They're showing you a lot of a lot of a, a, a lot of trickery that goes on, a lot of a, a lot of split screens and shots of things of like to show you addiction, the 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 the, the boiling of the water and you know the blood and everything. And, and and the movie did a lot of that. And that's one of the things that made me like this movie because I people say, man, how can you watch this movie more than once? It's so depressing. I was like, well, I really love what they did with the filmmaking. Mm -hmm. it, the filmmaking has the energy behind it. But what they did right is that everything that they did there with all the the the, the cinematic trickery and and, the, and 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 playing with the camera and and the, the editing and the visuals, all of that was to reinforce the addiction of the characters. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, everything was done to like show that, you know, uh, th that these characters were really having problems, man. And their addiction came first. To me in this movie, it seems like the, th all of the visuals, all of the stylistic things that they're doing is 
driving a wedge between me and these characters is really like it's calling attention to the movie more than to what I'm supposed to be caring about. This important thing I'm supposed to be caring about uh, that uh, that's included with the narration too. You know, that's kind of taking me out of things. So I just couldn't connect with the movie as a, as a story because I thought that these things kept happening. And also it doesn't help that in the middle of the movie, I was like, I just don't know where this is going (laughs) for a little while. Mm -hmm. I will say this about the film when I'm talking about, I don't know where it's going. All that stuff in boot camp that they did, that stuff is, I, look, I never went to war, but that boot camp shit they showed, that shit is very real. Uh, honestly, as I watched the boot camp scenes, it took me back to stories you've told me. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that because they talked about how these drill sergeants were extra crazy mm-hmm. sometimes. Sometimes they were cool. And I've seen drill sergeants where they're not supposed to beat the shit out of people. Mm-hmm. I've seen them do things to mm-hmm. people. I've seen them come in and just fuck with people and all like, yeah, that's that that was my boot camp experience, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I couldn't call bullshit on that because I thought about all the things that I've heard from you. And I was like, yeah, this sounds about right. Yeah, I went to boot camp. Listen, I was a National Guard and I was about to be sent off. Like <laughs> the National Guard don't fuck around anymore. I was lucky. And I'm not saying that as a way to disparage the 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 all the soldiers that actually go to war. I'm not talking about people that actually have to uh, to 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 experience combat, going to action. I'm not saying that at all. I I would tell you proudly though, I'm glad I didn't. I will tell you that in a minute. I sure. ain't, ain't no shame in. It. I'm glad I didn't. I was about to go to the Gulf War. And the Gulf War was something that I even talked about that in, in Three Kings, where it's like the Gulf War was one of the lighter uh, conflicts that we had. Sure. Well, even in uh, Jarhead, they talked about it. It was a lot of sitting around waiting for shit to happen. Yeah. I was about to go to that war. It ended right before it happened. So I didn't go. <laughs> Woo. I mean, shit. I wish they put me over there. I'd have captured it myself. <laughs> well, you have, right? <laughs> Woo. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. I will tell you one thing this movie actually I, I, it makes me disappointed in this film. I, I, I'm not a big fan of the film. I'll let you know that right now. Even though I thought they did some things right. Opioid addiction, that's cool. They, they portrayed that right. And the whole thing with the, with the military, I think they got that right. To the point where this movie is talking about things with the military that a lot of people don't want to say because it seems unpatriotic. It's not cool to talk about how the military fucks people up, man. You're fighting wars for politicians if you're fighting for freedom and it's really legit okay cool but a lot of this is bullshit man and you're going over there fighting for people in three-piece suit he ain't gonna go there at all and you come back with your mind is fucked up if you're lucky because some people come back with limbs lost Mm -hmm. or life lost life lost and it's messed up man and they kind of address that they in the movie they straight up say don't join the fucking army Mm -hmm. man and i appreciate that but as far as the rest of the film, man, all these important messages are lost because it's style. I guess I'll go to the old saying, style over substance, man. And I feel that I feel like their heart was in the right place. I see where they, it was it's coming through, and I appreciate that. But I, I, it just interrupted this really serious message that they were doing, and uh, that got in the way of me connecting with the film. Well, I get the impression, besides their own personal experience with addiction, they were like so many people who read the book and really it really touched them and they wanted to make yeah. this movie. Uh, 
And while I could see from the trailer, okay, there's there's a lot of style, way, probably way too much style for some characters I'm not going to care about because I'm not feeling sympathetic towards them. <laughs> Watching the movie, I did have that sympathy. And yeah. I really dug the style. And I was entertained by the movie. I will say that it felt like, this, like they were so into the style, yet the story itself was not all that important. Like, yeah. like it didn't warrant that. And maybe it's because they didn't focus on the right things. Matter of fact, I would definitely say they didn't focus on the right things because even um, the author himself, Nico Walker, has been kind of like throwing shade at the movie. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because they were like, man, you, 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 um, you have PTSD, you were a junkie, you robbed banks, you went to prison, you wrote this book from prison and it became a bestseller. And now they made a movie of it. What do you think? And he's like, Eh, it's an artistic interpretation, but they bought it so they can do whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty much him saying, like, yeah, fuck that. And it's funny how he kind of looks like Tom Holland, man. It, it, it is. It is. Even though people keep saying Tom Holland was miscast as him. No, he was fine, I, I man. Know, I know. I thought, I thought he was great. Um, but it does, like, from what I've been reading about the book, the book focused, like, the whole stuff with the, the, uh, the bank robbery and all that. It's mm-hmm. kind of like toward the end and not even the main focus. So yeah. much of the focus is about this guy just wandering aimlessly through life trying to figure out what the meaning is and him joining the army. And the movie takes this tack of making this like this great sort of love story that goes, you know, horribly wrong. Yeah. Where in the book, um, he got that girl was cheating on him the whole time he was in the army. And when he got back, they just stayed married out of convenience for the for the benefits. And that was not in the movie. I no, tell you that no, right no, now. No, not at all. Not at all. And just a bitter divorce. And he's he's moved on with his life and done other things. So, they, you know, these these two paths diverged qu- quite a bit. Uh, and like I said, when I watched the movie. I was enjoying it, and I, I even like the style. I, I, you know, the Russo brothers, they, they're throwing everything they can at this. It's a very simple story, and I guess they took it and they simplified it too much yeah. to where yeah, you yeah. Know, their, their style took over more than the story itself. It's still a lot of things to enjoy in it, the performances, the addiction stuff, everything you named. Uh, my bigger problem was, okay, I'm going through all this. Movie's kind of long. I'm traveling with these characters. Okay, but yes. let's get to the end because... The period, the last statement is going to sum up what this movie is about. It's going to really sell it. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, because it's not even even pushing the opioid crisis. It's just like, well, this, that, that's this motherfucker right here. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not even saying, because I think the book was more about like, this is the opioid crisis. Whereas the movie's just like, nah, this is how this, this dumb motherfucker handled the shit. But like getting to the end, I'm like, this is where you make your big statement and let me know how to feel about this. And it just kind of peters out. <laughs> it was like, oh, man. So that's just sort of it, huh? This shit happened. I'm going to tell you something. And I'm going to say it more. It made me even like the movie just a slight bit less. Not that I'm talking bad about it. I know I, I, I like where the Russo brothers, where their mind was and what they're trying to do. But this is bullshit. The way this movie ends, it's some Hallmark Channel type shit. Yeah. I don't want to hear that. You know, especially what I know now about what happened with this dude. I honestly backed it up and watched it again because the ending because I was like, Maybe I missed something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, come on, like, man. And the shit huh. actually is some heartfelt, almost childlike shit that's happening here. It's like, yeah. you know, even without me yeah. knowing what you're saying, I'm like, the fuck out of here with this. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and plus, 
because of all that stylistic shit, the movie's too long. Yeah. There's so many things in slow motion here. Y'all need to stop. Slow motion does not mean important, okay? This movie could have been told in an hour and a half without all the stylistic stuff mm-hmm. here. Yeah. It's just like, they, what they did was, they. I feel like the Russo said, you know what? We're having fun with the stylistic stuff. We're, we're doing this because we think it looks cool. That stylistic stuff made a movie that was, first of all, overwhelmed by the style and made longer by the style. It didn't need that. You didn't even need the narration. Let the fucking movie speak for itself. I I didn't mind that so much. Cause I, I like I said, I found that entertaining. And it's it's funny because it made me think of the devil all the time. I was like, there's a lot of these kind of like even though it's 2021, it's 2020 yeah. with these these kind of uh, you know, these uh, I don't want to say is there another word for white trash that's not so... No. Okay. <laughs> Crime movies that, that, that we've been introduced to, that it's all about like, man, you got to feel sorry for these people. And it's like, do I though? But it was one where, I, like I said, I was digging so much of what they did. I was like, I get it. You, you, you're pumping up. You're, you're making it more interesting than it, than it is. And that's what movies do. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they're supposed to do. And I, I, I thought they did a good job with that. They kept me interested where... Had they not done all that, I might not have been. But once I got dropped off at the end, I was like, well, shit, I didn't even get a hand job. Out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck you for this goddamn happy ending right here. I, and, I, and I saw through that shit. That's why I say, man, I was like, I'm not buying this ending. Yeah. I'm just not. And, I, and, and kept, keep in mind, I didn't know what it was until you told me. So I will, not that you told me what the ending of this movie was. You told me what happened with the real guy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck this, man. You know, stick to your thing, man. Let's show this shit for what it really does. Yeah. If you're going to show it as damaging, then fine. Yeah. And all right, here's what I'm going to politicize this just real quick. I, and I have to be careful how I do this because I don't care what color or I don't care what, per, you know, I don't care where you come from, what kind of person you are. You know, being a junkie and, and, and having addiction is, and I'm going to tell you something, as somebody who has, Fuck it. I, as somebody who has some of an addiction myself that I've had to fight, I recognize this shit. No one, and but it's nowhere near as what these people are going through as junkies, man. So don't don't even let me. Let, let, I'm not trying to victimize myself sure, at sure, all. Sure, sure, sure. I'm just saying there's something sympathetic there. So I don't look at anybody with any kind of color, race, creed, religion, whatever. You know, no one should ever have to suffer through this shit. If, if 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 that's what you're going through and you're getting it, especially indirectly because you thought you're doing the right thing. But, man, fuck all this bullshit that Hollywood's trying to do right now. Know. You know, for, for years, for years, for years, there was an opioid crisis with people of color and poor people. And they always portrayed it as, you know what, as you say, you know what, fuck, fuck these junkies, man. They should know better. These people, these, if only, these, these people should be trying to do better for their mm-hmm. kids, mm-hmm. for their families. Mm-hmm. And also... The whole thing was centered on, and let's get, the, let's get rid of the drug dealers. Let's talk about the war on drugs, mm-hmm. all that bullshit. And now that as white people, it's like, oh, my God, there's a crisis. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck. I don't want, I'm, I'm already kind of put off from seeing this shit. Yeah, because when we watched Requiem for a Dream, it, it was like, hey, we watched a bunch of fucking junkies. Now, at did point, they're like, yes, but here's this woman who's not a junkie, yet she's hooked on diet pills. Mm-hmm. So so this thing, you know, it has more legs than you think it does. But it wasn't like, oh, this is something we got to do something about. It was like, nah. Back then, what they did was, and thank you, because I was about to bring this up. Back then, they didn't want to help people who were junkies because they were people of color. They were like, they should just do better. Mm-hmm. What they did was they told kids, you know what? Just say no. Just say no. 
And I remember being back there. I remember being a kid. I'm like, the fuck? Because there's a lot of stuff the Reagans did where it's like, are you kidding me? Look, man, I knew drug dealers when I was a kid. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I was from a middle class neighborhood, but I knew plenty of fucking drug dealers when I was a kid. And I was like, and you know, it's not that easy to just say no to these people. Because mm-hmm. first of all, not all these people, and you're not going to like me to say this, but all, not all these people are bad people. Sure. <laughs> They're like, you want to paint all drug dealers as bad? I'm sorry, not all of them are no, bad people. No. All right? Fuck you. But now that we got this shit, so I'm watching this movie, I'm like, oh my God, all of a sudden I'm supposed to feel bad because white America is feeling, they, they have a crisis, an opioid. We've had an opioid crisis. The reason why white people are getting fucked up, and they were getting fucked up at the time, the reason why you have a, you know, that, that a lot of these people are getting fucked up because y'all ignored it because it was another neighborhood's or another people's problem. Mm-hmm. And now we get, a, think about all the movies that we had. All the movies, think about like New Jack City. Yeah. New Jack City was like, let's get this fucking drug dealer out of here. He's poisoning the city. And all these other people, like, look, look. and it was never about the people who had drugs. If you were on drugs in a, as an adult, you died because you were stupid. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Um, New Jack City is all about like, well, once we get rid of Nino Brown, then yeah. everything will be great. They had an epilogue at the end of it. There's a Nino Brown in every neighborhood. If we can get get rid of these motherfuckers, we'll be fine. It's like, nah, man, let's save the kids. If you're an adult, fuck you. Let's not talk about rehabilitation. Let's not talk about treatment. No, you go to jail. But somebody like Rush Limbaugh gets it, who advocated for... If you were on drugs and, and addicted to even Oxycontin, which this movie's about, then, hey, you know what? You need to like serve the minimum sentence. Fuck it, you know he never went to jail unless you're Rush Limbaugh. Unless you're Rush Limbaugh, so uh, I, I have a problem. So yeah, so that's another thing. I'm like, man, I'm already kind of put off with these movies. I'm like, fuck this shit, you know. All, oh, all of a sudden between that and Hillbilly Elegy and all that shit, right, right, oh, fuck right. you. Yeah, no. that was that was the because I was like, okay, I knew Devil All the Time and Hillbilly Hillbilly Elegy, and I keep feeling like there was one other one that I, I just cannot remember. Yeah, and I had believe me, these people. No one, I don't care if you're white, black, anything, no one should have to go through this shit. I'm not no. saying that. But why is it all of a sudden when this group of people get it, oh my God, we're in a crisis. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. You know, this shit has been going on for years. Mm-hmm. So, so I see this already. I'm like, yeah, man, that's cool. But the, Russo's had, that, that's their experience. I'm not going against them. But Hollywood, this is what Hollywood wants to show. Well, apparently not, because this has not been getting good reviews at all. Really? Yeah. It's it's like at thirty six on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh shit! I thought it would have been done. No, no, better. people are going in hard on it, and I think they I think they're going in like I read a bunch of reviews and they're going in so hard. It, here's the thing: the Russo brothers made the most successful movie of all time. Of all time, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, two of them when you think about it. Yep. So now everybody's like, yeah, they could do Avengers. But when it comes to real people, let's see what they do. See, they fuck it up now. They can't do that. They're, they're all style. They're all excess and all this. So I'm like, it ain't all that. You know what? If, if a critic's darling made this movie, people would still like it. They, they might go like, well, it's not everything I thought. But they'd make excuses for it. I, I, it's entertaining enough. It just, when it's all said and done, it doesn't really deliver. Yeah. I. Well, see, I'm, that's, that's me, man. You know, I... I, I, I'm not a fan of this movie and I didn't even know what they really were giving it out there. Oh, I'm yeah. just, I'm just not, I mean, and it's not even because of my, po- my, 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 my politics here. It's not. I mean, I don't like, I don't like these kind of movies where all of a sudden everybody's like, oh my God, you know, this group is suffering, you know, when everybody's been suffering at it before that, it was just not the group that everybody wants to root for. But 
I can pull that aside because I'm not. I want to have that bias against the movie. It's not that. It's not that. It's more of like I said. I can't connect to these characters. I think it's a movie that's too long, and it's a movie that just does not make you feel for these characters because there is a lot of stylistic things that that's going on with this. That I feel like if it wasn't there and this movie was shorter, and look, just because your movie's long don't mean it's important. <laughs> I mean, you can cut a lot of stuff out. There's a part at the end where. I'm not going to tell what it is. I'm just say this. It's strung out with a lot of opera music. It, it, you know, I, like I said, I, I don't, I don't like or dislike the movie. I'm somewhere in the middle, but I do feel like they were. The only thing, my knock against the Russos is that it does feel like they were going for, hey, let's make this Oscar worthy and get on some top tens, and the ambition it it doesn't reach their what you know what they did. Well, and I'm not even holding that against them that they did all this stylistic stuff because I see people do it all the time. Yeah, they do it all the time. I just, you know, sometimes you make a movie and you just don't know how it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. And it just, when it was edited and done and put together, it just balanced out to where the stylistic, the, the stylistic stuff, for me, overweighed all the dramatic stuff sure. and the characteristic stuff. So, I mean, when you're shooting something, you never know. I can tell you that from experience. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, because it's not like I went in and I was like, oh, that piece of dialogue is bad. It seemed to work. No. The, the, the actors do a good job. It's just sometimes, yeah, sometimes you do everything you think is right. And when it's all put together, it's like, shit, why didn't that work? And I will even put this on a good note here. Because I'm not, again, people, I'm talking a different person. I'm not, I'm not trying to go and just trash everything that I see just to trash it, all right? I can be funny and I can be entertaining when I have to like do that. But, I, I, you know, to, to put a positive spin on here, end this on a good note, I would say Joe Russo. That guy's a good actor, man. Yeah, he is. He, he really is. He came in, you know, you saw Joe Russo when he did like a cameo in Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. And that was Endgame, right? Yeah. When he came in, and I, and <laughs> it was funny because he was such a good actor in that, that I didn't know him as Joe Russo. I right. said, I said, who's that character actor, man? I, I didn't even know what to talk about. What did you talk about? Yeah, same old crap, you know, things have changed and... My job, his job, how much we miss the Mets. And then things got quiet. And... Joe Russo is a good actor. He did a cameo in here, and mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would have liked to have seen more of that character. Sure. <laughs> Man, listen, I, I, I'm like you. I don't hate the movie. I don't. I just. It's just something that I'm just not. I, as, as, for, for as important as his message is, because I think there's two important things here. As I said, the movie really does show you. I, have, I haven't seen a movie in a long time where they showed you how just terrible addiction is. It's true. I, uh, I, I, I seek them out. And because uh, a lot of times my, my uh, this is my youngest daughter. She's like, hey, let's watch a movie. And I was like, yeah. So we, we watched Train Spotting. We watched uh, Requiem for a Dream. Wow, that's another one they're trying to do, ta- Train Spotting. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, I, I'm surprised I forgot about that. And, uh, and when I think about movies that really show the, that downside of, especially heroin addiction, mm-hmm. I can't think of anything else. So this would be, you know, the third one. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's a very good depiction of addiction, man. They, got, they nailed that. They nailed that. Um, and, you know, as I said, some, some of the humor actually works here, too. I think a lot of this is also disrupted by awkward placed humor. Um, there's movies who know how to do this. Train Spotting is one. Uh, Three Kings is one, even Requiem for it, oh, and especially uh, 
uh, uh, uh, Fight Club. You know, a lot of movies know how to put a, a humorous spin on dark material. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this does it that well. I, All, I think it does at times, and, but, but, no, but, but not consistently. No, not consistently, because I was just about to say, there are some fucking hilarious bank robberies in this, man. Well, shit, man. I mean, it's got Jack Rayner in it. And as much as like, man, this is the, he's, he's like the new, um, oh, what was that kid who had the face that you want to punch all the time? Paul Dano. Paul Dano. <laughs> and Jack Rayner is that new guy where he's like, wow, whenever he's in a movie, I just want bad shit to happen to him. And yet he does make me laugh. Jack Rayner is, I, I actually like Jack Rayner. I can't even figure out where he's from. At one time I thought he was Irish and then I heard he's American. I don't know what the fuck he is. But he's funny and he he actually has a really good role in this <laughs> <He man. does. laughs> Him and this other dude whose eyes I can't even oh, yeah, 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 yeah. the, the Indian dude who yeah. I forgot his name. The, uh, yeah, the Native American dude. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, that dude's eyes all over the place. And they <laughs> met together with him and that other dude. They got, which, which uh, outside of this movie, he's actually a really handsome guy. But they make him look so fucked up in this movie. Do you mean they fucked him up on yeah, purpose? Yes. Because <laughs> they, he would look around and his eye, he would, one eye would be looking at somebody, the yeah. other eye would be across the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, they, there are some funny ass bank, bank robberies mm-hmm. in this. I laughed my ass off at one scene, man. And Jack Rayner's funny in this too, but yeah, I, I like I said, I don't hate you know it, what? man. I, I get what you're saying, like the the misplaced humor, because that, that stuff comes later and it's funny. But it's after we've seen so much stuff that's really serious, it's like, oh, we're doing humor now. Yeah, well, I'll give you one example, man. There's a scene here where there's misplaced humor where a guy comes in and it doesn't even make sense. It's when it's when a, 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 a Nico played by Tom Holland, goes to the recruiting office. And they they cut to a... Hey, sure, it's not Tobey Maguire. I know, man. I'm looking at that. Like, did they do that on purpose? And then later, he's, he's, on, the, he's on that shit. And he's like, he's like, like he's got venom in him. He look, he looking like a, I, I kept finding Spider-Man references all throughout this movie. Like, he's he looking like Jamie Foxx in one scene. Hoodie on his shit. He's all blue. <laughs> But there's one scene I was like, man, you know what? The humor is so misplaced here that it's that you're doing something that amateurs do when they want to add humor to the movie. Are they want to? Are they think that they're doing a self punch up? Mm. Um, it doesn't make sense what they're doing here. I'll explain to you why. So what makes a joker like you want to join the United States Army for? This guy had a face like death, and every other word out of his mouth was Joker. Goddamn Joker. Now, I'm going to tell you why that don't make sense, because it's like, we don't get any explanation. He said every word out of his mouth was Joker. Was he hanging with him when he was in traffic? That's a good point. Was he with? Was he? Would he go? Did he go to the bar with him or something? It's like okay, that, that don't even make sense. Uh, yeah, I, that's, I, I that's found that amateurish. Awkward. Yeah, even but but especially for the Russos, man, yeah. who made as you say the biggest movie of all time. Mm-hmm. That's to those those uh, uh, cutaways. That's some amateur shit, man. Yeah. Cutaways are what people do to punch up shit when they don't know what else to do. Yeah, no, you're right. So you know, I I, I don't know, man. So I I give this a rental. Like I said, I don't hate it, don't love it. Um, something that's forgettable, actually, to me, which is funny because I, as much as I love the Russos and their work, and especially their act, you know, Joe Russo's acting and everything, I'm, I, I figured I would like this more. But yeah, I mean, it's not bad, not bad. 
they get they they really nail some things in here, like the thing being a junkie. So I would give them credit for that. But yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a rental for me. I uh, yeah, I I disagree with all the 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 reviews that are really tearing this down because I I think they like a lot a lot of it's based on like what's the Russos they should know better. Uh, but I found a lot of it entertaining in pieces. But like you said, it's too long. Um, the focus isn't where possibly it should be. Maybe they should have taken a different tact, but this is the way they wanted to go with it. I'm willing to go with that. It's just that I, I think that if you watch it, you, yeah, there's, there's enough here to like. There's enough here to, that is good, but when it comes down to it, ultimately, when you sit back, it's like like a meal you ate with friends because you were drinking. <laughs> but then when you stop, they're like, hey, hey, was that, that, was that, was that restaurant good? It's like, you know, now nah, I think about it, not really. Nah. It's all right, I guess. And, and that's what this is. Uh, being on Apple TV, that is a, that is a good place for it. Because uh, yeah. I, I thought, what if I saw it in a theater? If I saw it in a theater, I wouldn't be pissed off, but I wouldn't go around telling people about it. But Apple TV is a, is a good place for it. I mean, I, I think if you have an interest, it is worth watching, but it doesn't it won't fulfill you like like you feel like it should. And that was shit. There was something else about the book that I was going to tell you about that's different from this, and it was a, something important because when you showed that that drill sergeant shit, I wish I could remember. Fuck, I'm sorry. I can't uh, so you got terrestrial about because I had it. I had it right on the tip of my tongue, and whenever we talk about the next thing, it'll come back to me. I know. Uh, so what do you give? Oh no, no, that's what it was. Oh, I, I give it a high rental. Um, okay. That's what it was. Uh, the, in the book, the character doesn't have a name. Oh, Nico. Yeah. Doesn't have, okay. I'm like they call him Nico here because that's. Do the they call the, him Nico here? Oh, you could call him Nico. Right? I kept calling him Nico. I don't know if they say his name in the movie. I can't remember. I can't. I, once it was done, I was like, I can't remember if they ever did say his name. I feel like they did, but yeah, in the book, uh, the character is never named. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, to be honest with you, I, I did not pay enough attention to know if okay. they were calling his name or not. I, I would say this, I don't remember a part in the movie where they did say his name. No, me either. So maybe that was uh, the case. It, it also does, in, in very small part, feature James Gandolfini's son, who's going to play the young Tony Soprano in the Sopranos movie. Oh, that was that guy? Yeah. You know, he wasn't bad. No, no, he wasn't. I was surprised that he was in, in it for so little. Oh, yeah. No, he was actually not bad at all. So, yeah, there you go, folks. There you go. Shit, that shit so, was... yeah, hey, look, hey, look, by the time we get done with the show, it'll be on Apple TV. You can watch it yourself. You can watch it, but it don't need to be no two and a half hours long. I tell you that much. But watching it from home at, at two and a half hours, you can stop and take bathroom breaks. That is true. That is true. I'll do heroin. Which you might want I need a fix right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, this movie reminded me. <laughs> <laughs> Can you look back to when you met the one you loved the most and remember exactly how it was? What you saw in her that made you say, yes, this is what I came here for.